0: Log Talk Radio. Talk Radio <laughs> Yeah Now those other stations out there They always got something to say <laughs> sure. But uh Not this station right here We don't just got something to say y'all Welcome, truth seekers. You're listening to King Street, featured on A Measure of Truth on BlogTalkRadio.com, hosted by our resident real estate expert, Christopher King. King Street is a show dedicated to informing and educating you on prospering in the new economic downturn or digging yourself out of your own personal crisis. Either way, you've got questions? Well, King Street with Christopher King has got answers. Welcome back, Christopher. What have you got for us today?
1: Thank you, Michael. Glad to be back. Hello. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Today, we have a very exciting show today. Uh, Actually, right in line with the theme of King Street, I'm excited to say we have just recently launched a new nonprofit that's dedicated to providing the information, the services, and the assistance to a home buyer or a home owner, regardless of where they are credit-wise, financially, we can provide solutions for them. This new partnership, or I'm sorry, this new nonprofit is called the Partnership for House Recovery and Sustainability. And I'm very excited about it because based on the new economic trends, it was designed or it was developed from an organic context that this is what people need. They need a simplified process of how to purchase a home, stressing the importance of education and support throughout the entire home buying process and home ownership as well. And then for homeowners who have suffered from the previous um, housing crisis, provide them solutions and assistance. And I'm very excited because I have on the line today one of my founding members and partners within the Partnership for Housing Recovery Coalition by name of Rich Rudy. Rich, how are you doing today, Rich?
2: I'm doing great, Christopher. It's great to be here.
1: Great to have you. No, pretty excited now, uh, getting the the partnership off the ground and getting the other partners involved and real looking forward to providing the level of service that we want. As you know, our mantra is doing great by doing good and really excited this year, you know, what we're going to pretty much bring to the real estate market. Why don't uh, don't we start off by uh, just kind of giving the listeners uh, the intro to who you are and what your business is and we'll start from there.
2: Okay, well, my my business uh, for the last uh, 20-plus years has been uh, residential uh, real estate uh, brokerage. Um, You know, I have real estate professionals, and we provide sales and marketing services uh, for uh, people who want to buy and sell uh, their uh, personal residences or investment properties, second homes, that sort of thing. So uh, I've been a real estate broker for about 25 years now. I uh, had uh, my own company, the Pinnacle Real Estate Company, uh for um up since 1989. So uh we've seen many ebbs and flows in the marketplaces and transition in the market, but uh nothing uh you know like we've seen in in recent years um and uh that, that was kind of the genesis uh Christopher, as you know of of our uh you know our vision uh together and then uh you know the the partnership's vision. To create recovery in in the housing market, which uh we feel that we're pretty confident we can do,
1: okay, excellent now let me uh define for our listening audience uh, again this the partnership for house recovery and sustainability, and our mission pretty much is simple: number one, we want to stabilize the local real estate market, number two, we want to look for ways we can create job opportunities and employment through our various uh, businesses that are members of the partnership. Number three, we want to uh, sustain home ownership. We want to make sure that people understand how not only to purchase a home, but how to sustain that home after they purchase a home. And so within that, there's a, a whole quadre of services and education and support that we will provide our clients and our members. So on that note, uh, Rich, what attracted you or what is uh, what makes you interested in being a part of the partnership?
2: Well, you know, obviously, like I said a minute ago, that that, you know, I've seen changes in the marketplace over the years, but uh, never have seen uh, such a change that we've uh, we've experienced in the past, uh, let's say four to five years, maybe even a little bit longer than that. And there's, you know, there's two ways to to look at this uh, and and the potential benefits, not the potential, but what I see is that. Uh, overwhelming, uh, no-brainer, definite benefits that will occur this program. One is to look at it on a large scale, on a macro scale, and, uh, you know, look at the marketplace uh, overall. And, uh, you know, what we've experienced uh, over over this last five years or so are, uh, you know, substantial reductions in in price, um, which have, uh, you know, created huge supplies of homes and uh and accordingly right now we have a very small demand uh for for, for home ownership um uh you know what we are doing as a partnership we've uh, our program is designed to educate the public um especially that portion of the public that does not currently own uh about the opportunities in, in home ownership what it means to be a homeowner there are social uh benefits and and there are economic benefits now you know, i said ma- there are two ways to look at it the large scale is the macro the the other uh way is micro what does it mean to the individual uh to be a homeowner and uh, our our thought process is explore home ownership become educated about uh you know the the opportunities for home ownership right now which are Probably greater than we've ever seen, like I said, there are huge supplies, and there are uh, uh corresponding smaller demands and that has driven prices down in some marketplaces as much as uh thirty percent you know at the same time, interest rates have remained at um you know thirty forty uh maybe fifty year lows or near near lows um there are um, just a huge number of of uh, programs uh, available to encourage uh, home ownership. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a member of the uh, Maryland Association of Realtors along along with all, other you know memberships, but there if you were to go to the um, the Maryland Association webpage or go to mdhomeprograms.com, you'll find that on the on the webpage you'll see that there there are four pages of of Programs specifically to encourage um, encourage home ownership. Um, you know, we've looked at, you know, Christopher. You know, we've looked at the composition of of non homeowners right now. In essence, renters, and we know that those numbers are large. And we also know that uh, that there are indicators that would suggest that you know someone might want to consider home ownership. That that would be income levels that are high enough to incur you know, to uh promote home ownership. It could be family size, you know, a very large component of the rental community. There are two, three, and four in a family and uh and, and continue to rent. Um uh so we see all, all of all of these factors and it it points to the fact that, you know, why why wouldn't um the average person uh who is currently not a homeowner at least explore uh home ownership. Uh so our program is is designed to just lay it out there to provide a vehicle uh, for people to come in and take a look at what it means to become a homeowner. If there are impositions to that, could you know could be uh, natural impositions that are outside of let's say the the, the prospects uh, um, control. That we can identify those. If there are aspects within the the, the potential homeowners control. Like savings patterns, ability to save save money um credit uh issues um, uh no matter you know how difficult the credit issues might seem uh they can be fixed. It may take a little bit of time, it may take a lot of time, but there's a process to go through, and there's a, 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 you know the whole education component of what we're talking about there's power and in information and education, and that's wh- that's where this is all based and uh, you know Christopher as you know that was my greatest um you know in and our affiliation and our vision for, for this that's the thing that got me most excited was your um your approach to uh, to assisting people by educating them that's um it, it's critical
1: well let me uh, and on that note Rich let me let me ask you this now you talked about earlier you talked about the fact that there is this huge supply but there's a little demand, and what is your personal assessment of why there's a little demand and and before you answer that uh looking at it from my involvement in the real estate area uh, in the real estate business uh interest rates that you said are historic fifty uh fifty year historic lows. uh there's tons of first time home buyer programs that are available for home buyers there's um uh, the prices of the homes are are low i mean people can actually purchase homes. For sixty percent sometimes even seventy percent of the value of what they were two or three years ago, and so just on those three areas, I would think there there should be a huge demand for um home ownership or people that want to become home buyers. Why do you think that there is a shortage in demand?
2: Well, I think one thing we have to be careful of is is, is that uh a, a lot of um, you know the, the, well first of all there there there's been a huge swing in in, in the real estate market and, and i think that naturally will will take uh someone's mindset as to whether whether i should you know explore home ownership it's been negative that's all that's been negative in the, in the last 5 years so everything that you've heard on the media um and and, and much of it factual so some of it um very geographic or oriented uh, also has been negative it 's been all oh, prices are declining uh you know th- things th- things of that sort and and what I would caution everybody to be very careful of is uh there are there are markets in the United States that have been very difficult and that continue to be difficult and even may be moving in a you know in a negative direction in terms of uh value but there are many many um, marketplaces where that is not the case and you know it's like the weather you know the weather in baltimore uh can be sunny and and 25 miles down the road in in uh in washington dc uh there could be severe uh thunderstorms and uh you know the real estate marketplace in terms of uh, of you know the, the real you know the data and the actual market itself can vary it can vary from you know county to uh to county. So a lot of people have heard, uh, you know, the negative uh, data and, and maybe have thought, oh, well, th- this must apply to my marketplace. And, in fact, um, that's really not the case. Um, for instance, I-, I subscribe to Fortune magazine. Uh, Fortune magazine published an article recently uh, where a-, a company that's been doing research for them for over 30 years and-, and looks at marketplaces across the United States, like over 50 different marketplaces, has recently suggested – I think in maybe 30 of those 50, that it now costs more to rent than it does to own and to maintain at your own single-family house. So, uh, and, and their suggestion was that in those marketplaces and and in, in others, the market's beginning to turn. And, and the you know the um, uh, the heading on the article was you know don't buy stocks, don't buy gold. It's now time uh you know to uh to buy and own own, own a home again so um wow,
1: you know, that's, there's a, that's powerful you
2: understand what i mean right
1: yeah that i mean that that's extremely powerful i mean in in the context that this is coming from Forbes magazine which is not a real estate magazine it's a business magazine and they're advocating um home ownership and they for them to say that uh it would actually cost more to rent than to buy a home because that's always a debate. I've seen a lot of different articles uh, from people who are pro home ownership, who you know, which I am a, a proponent who's pro home ownership, and I know the arguments that tell people that you know now it's time to buy a house and, and owning a home is a great way to. Uh, and I always like to say it's a, I think it's a, the first stop on the road to financial freedom. That you know, what you have to understand to buy a house, the education, the discipline of saving your money coming up the down payment, uh, going through the various professionals you got to meet, real estate lenders, uh, real estate agents, uh, settlement attorneys, home inspectors. That whole process itself is a good, um, I would say, builds a good starting point that helps a person get on the road to thinking about their finances because you're forced to look at your finances from a uh, your tax returns, your income expenses, your salary. So all that's relative to buying a home, which to me is, key to building financial freedom because you have to take a, a snapshot and look at what your finances are being spent. So to hear that article that you just mentioned, talk about the fact that on top of all those benefits that are already associated with homeownership, that it's actually cheaper to become a homeowner than a renter. Because again, that was always the, the, the myth or I would say the the, the misconception. And sometimes that's, that's actually been true where homeownership has actually uh, your um your expenses can actually go up as a result, become a homeowner. But for the article to come out and say that it's actually cheaper in some situations. And of course, I know that's market, that's market specific. To be an actual homeowner than a renter. I think that that's really makes it a really clear no brainer to becoming a, that everyone who is a renter right now should be coming or looking to or exploring. Let me say uh, how to become a home buyer. And, and on that note, let me say this now with the article and with things that you said uh there's been talk about the fact that home ownership isn't for everyone that everyone should not be a homeowner what do you say to that do you agree with that statement or how do you respond to that
2: uh it it, it, it would not be an accurate statement to suggest that everyone is uh is set for home ownership i mean uh, uh there there there's a, fir- a certain amount of uh stability financial stability in, in, in your in your life uh that that you want to have there's also personal issues that can come into play you know if you're if you if you are uh if your job uh might um or job opportunities might mean that there's relocation in your future somehow that you know. So you you take all of those things in, into account, and and you know for for some people, home ownership uh, isn't right. And you know, Christopher, I, I, as you know, as me as a, as a real estate owner, the, the the culture in our real estate company, the way our agents work, uh, and the way we're we're training our agents to, to work is to assist people in that process. You know, part part of of our process is, is to make educate and allow a, a uh, for instance a, an interested home buyer to think through those, those processes to examine your local marketplace. When we talk about Fortune's uh, statement, uh, rent versus own, that will become part of of the process that that we like to to train people to understand. Well, what what exactly uh, you know does that mean? So that the that the, the the person considering purchasing is making the decision and they're making the decision based upon uh, edu- their education of of the of the whole process and making a good decision uh you know for themselves personally and i just wanted to add one, one, you know one other piece of information we we referenced this fortune magazine uh you know so why would somebody consider home ownership versus non-home ownership and, and this this is uh I, I got this data from the National Association uh, that I belong to uh, as a real estate professional, and, and, and their suggestion was that they got the information from, from Federal Reserve data. And it's as follows, that a homeowner's net worth uh, is 45, uh, over 45% greater than that uh, of a renter. And this was uh, based on 2007 data. Um, uh, the, the average homeowner uh had a net worth of two hundred and thirty-four thousand versus fifty-one hundred dollars. So, I mean, there over time, there there are definitely some benefits, uh, financial benefits, uh, you know, to home ownership. So, th- in all of this data and these types of things, we we make available to someone considering purchasing, um, you know, so that they can make a good decision for themselves.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, that's a good point. Now, because that's. And, you know, this is the reason why the the partnership is in existence. So one of the reasons why is because the process of buying a home, I believe, and I've I've always felt that it is taken in the same context as buying a car or buying any other consumer item, that you just go out and you just meet a real estate agent, which you can get their number from a local bus stop or the uh, shopping cart at Safeway, or they might just meet you in – in In a place of business and hand you a business card and they their job is to help you buy a house and you know my my feeling- around that model has always had uh I felt that it's not sustainable that the current real estate model is not sustainable, so that's why you know within the partnership we created the benefits real estate transaction model, which is more about getting to understand what the home buyers' needs are uh as well as uh, before we, we just direct them to a home. We want to, you know, go through the, the buyer consultation process to thoroughly examine their credit to make sure they understand what's on their credit report because credit is a key uh, in purchasing a home. Where is your credit score? And as you know, um, that the average credit score right now that most lenders will allow a homeowner to buy a house starts about 620. And we know there are certain lenders out there that were, that would even... Go as low as six hundred, even five eighty, depending on how much a down payment it is. But uh, my point of saying that is, when you're looking at a person's credit score, according to FICO, which is the actual credit score uh, model they create a credit score model in the credit score system, according to their own model, that a 620 credit score is actually considered bad credit, uh, poor credit. And so, basically, we're advocating that you can become a home buyer with bad credit. All right, let me, say, let me say poor credit. They don't consider it to be bad credit. Let me, be, let me uh, clarify that and say they consider it to be poor credit. And so, with that being said, the benefits real estate transaction model is designed to not only educate, inform, but more importantly, support the home buyer through the home buying process and show them that it's not about just buying a home, it's more about sustaining a home. Now, with that being said, how do you feel about um Home buyers who may come into your brokerage now, and just want to expedite the process, they might necessarily uh, want to go through a a or a. Uh, actually, I don't want to assume. Are you finding now that uh, home buyers are coming into your offices? Are they looking for that support? Are they looking for the education? Or do they want to just expedite that? Say, I know how to buy a house. Just start showing me the property?
2: uh well it's, it's it's probably probably a little a little bit of both but 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 the, the issue uh that that we have seen and continued to to see in this current marketplace is precisely the reason why we founded the uh, uh you know the partnership for housing recovery and sustainability and and that is is because you know for instance my company uh does a lot of new home sales and and our our it's it's not the conventional type of new home sales that that you would think that a realtor might might show you in other words we provide sales and marketing services also for home builders and and so i staff the sales centers with um with licensed sales, sales personnel and we see so we and we have we have beautiful homes at great prices in our various communities and various builders and we we see people coming to us regularly that want to buy they they'll come back repeatedly. And um you know, so the desire there is to buy. There are impositions to purchasing though. Uh when we when we run credit and we find that the credit scores are uh well below in some cases the acceptable standards um or that or that the the required cash or cash reserves that somebody needs to purchase where you know they may have nowhere near that. um uh, uh however they may have very good family income it could be a two earner family with uh you know substantial income enough that would justify home ownership the desire yes is there to purchase but the the conditions that will that will create a successful purchase and and even more importantly a sustainable purchase uh, those are 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 missing and that is where the partnership comes in and 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 the the benefits real estate transaction model comes in so that when that person is not is is ready and willing, let me put it that way, but not able what we do as um uh, as a benefits real estate uh, uh type of organization is that we're willing to identify the problems, the obstacles to talk uh our uh prospect through the process uh, help them educate and that, I'm going to suggest Christopher that you talk about the um, homeownership preparedness university and that, that whole course of study uh because that's that's an essential part of this I'll let, let you um you know, let you sp- speak about that but a- as a real you know I talked about a different culture what what we are now willing to do and always kind of have been inclined to do this I I think this might be the exception um to to the rule is that we will Get in the trenches. Work with somebody who is not ready today, and say, "Okay, let let us provide you uh, an environment where you can get ready." And if that means that you're not ready in three months or six months or nine months, and it takes a year or more, we're we're in the game with you, and we've got real we got other professionals uh, that that have expertise in areas um, that can assist you in, in the process of, of education and preparedness uh you know for home ownership and you know Christopher the thing that that I have always uh, appreciated most about what you do uh is is the education component and the fact that uh, that when somebody goes through your program that they are they are prepared uh, and understand um you, you know home ownership and uh, you, you know you may want to speak a little bit about the the course of study and, and the education process that you take people through in order to get them prepared. Um that's what really makes uh this program a home run.
1: You know, you know, Ashley, and I think that's a good point to, for me to, to really talk about that because I, I would like I've talked about, you know, you and I talked about the benefits real estate real estate transaction model. And let me kind of talk about that a little bit, then I'll segue into the uh, the courses for the home ownership preparedness university. Basically, the model uh, that we're advocating that, that will be utilized through the partnership, and that's the way the partnership works. With that, each uh, real estate company that is a member of the partnership, whether it be a lender or a real estate brokerage or a settlement attorney or even home inspectors, that we're advocating that all our clients get pre and post home buying education, and that we go through a, a process where we're doing not only consulting work, counseling work, and also education work. And that, we feel, is vital to homeownership sustainability. Now, within the model, our goal is to initially start off with a client coming to a real estate broker's office. Uh, The real estate brokers who are members of the partnership will each understand how to go through this buyer consultation meeting where their credit, the home buyer's credit will be ran, as well as a quick, uh work up of their income and their expenses to understand what they can comfortably afford to purchase a home and then look at their credit to determine how quickly they can purchase a home whether it's going to be uh within 90 days they have a credit score of 640 or better that they can purchase within 90 days just a matter of putting them with a real estate agent and then getting them in education classes and then of course their credit score is uh 620 or below we're going to say six months and the reason even though know, they can purchase with 620 credit score in 90 days relatively speaking but well, we still say that, again, that's a D. That's like a D. You know, I use that analogy uh, in a classroom. A 620 is compared to a D grade. Yeah, you, yeah, you're passing, but it's not something that you want to be prideful of. That's something that you want to improve on. And going into a home ownership with a D grade or a D credit score is going to more likely, as statistics have shown, you will have problems going in. That means that more likely you have a lot of debt on your credit report. So that's bad to go into home ownership with a lot of outstanding debt. Or are you going to have um, some late payments in your most most recent, um, w- within the last uh, two years? So why are you having those late payments? And those issues haven't really been resolved, but that situation has not really been turned around. Then more likely you're going to walk into home ownership with those same bad habits and those same issues that have not been resolved. And that's why we would advocate, you know, going through six months before you buy a house. Even though you, you may be actually you may locate a house, but still there's some significant education and counseling you're gonna need that to help increase your credit scores. And and with that, the, the education that we have is the homeownership preparedness university. And that's really designed to take a home buyer from step one, from novice, from I don't know anything about the home buying process to now I'm an expert home buyer. And the classes that we have are laid out from first starting off with first, again, understanding your credit getting a clear understanding of how to read your credit report and more importantly, how to manage your credit report and thereby how to improve your credit score. Then next it gets into finances, understanding the financial habits, because as you know, the the primary reason that lenders ask for documentation such as last year's tax returns, uh, last two months bank statements, is because they're looking at the buyers, history, their habits. How are they spending habits? In other words, how are they using their money? When they get their check, are they using all their money? Are they just spending their money feverishly on things such as uh, going out to the club, on a lot of entertainment expenses, on a lot of uh, uh, other items that are uh, depreciation assets? If the if the client shows those kind of habits, then that's going to make the lender's underwriter, who uh, pretty much is the one who actually overall approves the loan, that's going to make them nervous. That's going to make them say, well, this buyer has a lot of bad habits. And so the Homeownership Preparedness University is designed before they even get to the point of uh, talking or applying or having underwriter look at their loan. We've already addressed those habits, and the homebuyers are at least understanding that those habits need to be improved. And that's what ownership Preparedness University is. Then I also talked about the next class would be working with the real estate professional. Uh, what are the roles and responsibilities of real estate professionals? Many homebuyers don't understand that example for uh what is a listing agent in relation to what a buyer agent is and, and who is representing the buyer. You know, a lot of home buyers will just go into an open house and actually talk to the agent at that house and understanding understand that's a listing agent. And that agent's job is to look for and get the best possible deal for the home seller, not the home buyer. And so we want to make sure they understand what the roles and responsibility of that buyer is so that uh, of that agent is, and to choose and sign an agreement with an agent who's going to represent them. solely like an attorney, when you you're dealing with a court case, that have an attorney represent you, and that buyer agent will represent the buyer, and that's their role and responsibility. You look out to get the best possible deal for the buyer, and then also explain all the legal paperwork to the buyer. Uh, the as you know, um, Rich, being a uh, real estate broker and a builder, there's a lot of different forms that a home buyer has to fill out and, and sign. And for a person who's never seen those forms, a person who's not familiar with those forms, they can be intimidating. And what we're advocating is that should the time to buy a house should not be the first time that you see these forms. You should have seen those forms prior to that and going through our education classes. That you can look at the forms, uh get familiar with the forms. You don't have to become an expert with the forms, but at least see those, understand what the forms are what the purpose of those forms and know that you're gonna that those forms are gonna be a required uh, for you to sign as you go through the home buying process. Then we gonna talk about what home inspectors do and the importance of a home inspection to your home. I also want to talk about uh, what the role is of the settlement attorney and understanding how to read documents such as a HUD-1, uh, working with lenders. What what do what lenders look for? We have a section called the Mortgage Qualification Class that talks about uh, what lenders look for to qualify to have you purchase a home. Um, again, going back to credit, the finances, and more importantly, what is the good faith estimate? You know, and typically people in the real estate professional and uh, in the in real estate industry, we throw out terms and we always use acronyms. You know, we, we say good GFE as opposed to the good faith estimate because we all know what a GFE is, which GFE stands for good faith estimates. But home buyers won't know that. And so the education class are designed to make sure they're aware of that. So when they hear those acronyms, they hear those different terminologies. They would know uh, what is points, what origination points, the lender's charge. How is it relative to your overall mortgage payment? Understanding how to calculate a mortgage payment. You know, what's involved in a total mortgage payment of principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, which, again, us within the real estate industry like to call that the Pity payment. You know, we create that acronym, which Pity stands for Principal, Interest, Taxes, and Insurance. And making sure the home buyer understands how that total payment is calculated, and how to calculate their payment themselves? Um, how to do debt-to-income ratio? Whether we're talking about forty-three percent back end, thirty-one percent front end, and what does that really mean? You know, so all those terms the homebuyer is going to be inundated and exposed to through the home buying process. And home ownership preparedness university is designed to number one prepare them that you're going to ex- expect to hear these terms and what these terms mean, and more importantly, how you can figure out how much of a mortgage payment you can afford yourself comfortably. And then, you know, lastly, the tax in, the tax uh, advantage of home ownership, that now that you are paying a portion of your mortgage payment goes towards paying property taxes, and that's actually a tax write-off. And how does that affect your overall net value at the end of the year? Understanding how to assess that, that's critically and vitally important. And so Home Ownership uni- Preparedness University is designed to take a home buyer through all of that so that by the time they actually get those keys in their hands they're an educated home buyer, and an educated home buyer, but more importantly, as statistics have shown, will be more more likely to sustain that home. Or if they do fall into trouble, financial trouble on the back end, once they're a homeowner, they'll know who to contact and what sources are available. And that's also something we do within a um, partnership, is continue to provide support after the home itself. And that's something that's pretty much unique about our benefits real estate transaction model is that we're not just so much focused on closing the transaction as real estate professionals, getting that commission, and then moving on. We're also going to continue to provide that homeowner with that support uh, up to two years, that they are still our clients. They can still call contact members within the partners, partnership and ask questions. I'm, I'm falling behind on my mortgage, or I might be late on my mortgage. What should I do? Uh, who should I call? What, what help is there available for me? We will still have those resources in play for the homeowner, and so that's why we feel as within the partners and every partner is committed. And that's one of the criteria to be a partner, be a part of the partnership for home, um, house recovery and sustainability, is that you have to be committed to education, pre and post buying education. You have to be committed to support, and that's what we vitally and strongly are, are advocating and feel strongly about. And Rich, on that note. That's why, um, you know, attracted me to want to work with you because, you know, as we started off, we started off as I was introduced to you by another lender who was looking to take one of your clients uh, through the home buying process and their credit score was, was not at par. And can you talk a little bit about that as a uh, how we met and that's what helped kind of form this partnership?
2: Sure, sure. There, I mean, so this, so this is the this is the our first real life application of this, which uh, you know probably occurred starting about a year ago, almost now, and uh, ended ended very successfully. And that was essentially this: um, I had uh, worked with someone to assist them in purchasing a home that was a newly constructed home, and it was a husband and, and wife that were. Um, that were in their probably upper 60s um um he was a veteran they got married uh they wanted to purchase a home together their first home at that age uh had a desire uh for, you know to enjoy the benefits of home ownership so contracted on a house commenced you know, ran some of the uh, uh upfront uh, data in terms of um credit scores and, and and that sort of thing and it apparently seemed to be you know workable and and that's part of what we do during the process. If if there's a building situation involved, you know, there could be four or five months, you know, in order to encourage savings or to make that D a C plus or a B, uh, you know, in terms of the the grade uh, or the evaluation of of credit. So anyway, uh, when we we got the house substantially uh, complete or, or, you know, 60 70% complete, we updated the credit and found that there are, there were all types of derogatory credit that that hit, um, uh, probably the most substantial of which were both a federal and a a state uh, tax lien. So, and and at that point in time, uh, you know, if we weren't working according to the benefits real estate transaction model, which, you know, that terminology wasn't in place, but our mindset was in place. It was the same thing. It's just the way we do business. And, And when I say we, I mean my company, and Christopher, your your company, uh, because essentially at that point we rolled up the sleeves, we got together, uh, we laid out all of the information, both positive and negative, out on the table. We certainly had a purchaser that was uh, dedicated uh, to making uh, the, the situation right, uh, which is a very key component uh, of this. If if things are not right uh if the credit is is not right if the savings patterns are, are, are not right if the habits are poor uh there will be no way to make improvement o- upon that unless the 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 purchaser or the the party that is in that situation has a desire uh to make it better and then with the desire and with our vehicles to uh to to help and straighten things out and educate uh then it's it, it's a um, uh, prescription for success, and that's exactly what happened in this particular case. Once we identified what we needed to do, Christopher, you took a very active role in in the situation, meeting uh, with this uh, couple regularly, as did I, and um, uh, little by little over uh, the course of a number of months, uh, we, we uh, all straightened out the, the situation, and... and, and and the, and the, the last part of this story is, is that you know there was a there was the uh, federal first time homebuyer tax credit uh, that uh, expired at the end of September last year. Well, they settled on the last day of September and they got an eight thousand uh, dollar tax credit, um, and, uh, and it, was, it was a very happy ending. And to this day, I, I speak with them. To this day, they they're, they're referring people to me that that you know they want to have experience. Uh, you know the experience of homeownership the way the way that they did, it, and um, it was really a uh, very rewarding, very rewarding, and and, uh, and, a, and a wonderful thing to see. And Christopher, as you know, I believe that that story can be multiplied thousands of times. I've said it uh, uh, before. Uh, I know I know what the potential is, and uh, you know this 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 points right back to. Do we talk about the individual that's listening to us today? That is a, you know, they can experience that on an individual basis, but you multiply that times thousands, and then our, the name of, our, of our, our organization comes into play that we really believe solidly that we will encourage housing recovery. And there's all kinds of, now we're talking macro again, the large scale. What's, this, what's the benefit to, to our, our country? because you know we're all in this together and and that is is that we really do believe that uh you know housing own home ownership leads us in and out of uh recessions and and, and issues and and we really do believe that this could economically benefit our country um you know in, in a in a big way and i i i have I mean, i have data that um you know, uh, that suggests that, for instance, every time uh, 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 two homes are sold, a, a job is created. That's uh, something that I've heard before uh, in data. Home sales, and I'm, I'm reading this from something else. So home sales in this country generate more than 2.5 million private sector jobs in an average year. So, that, I mean, the, the, the upside for us as individuals is incredible. The upside for us as a country to help right this ship is is uh, e- even bigger and better. That's why I, we're I agree with you. why we're doing this.
1: I, I agree with you, wholeheartedly Harley. And on that point, you know, and that's really uh, you know take this opportunity to really expand um, the benefits real estate transaction model a little bit more in depth. Because I know I've been talked, we've been kind of top- talking around it as it relates to home buying, but that's really explained how the model really works for uh, a home owner as well. Because the benefit of the state transaction model was designed so that regardless of whether you're a home buyer or a homeowner, we have a solution for you, and the solution is based on five programs uh again, program number one would be that if you're a home buyer, you come into the uh a real estate broker's office and we run your credit report, and we can ascertain whether or not based on your credit score and whether or not you have um a uh, a minimum of at least three three to five thousand dollars down or 3.5% down of your total purchase price to the home, then we say you're 90 days ready and now you're mortgage qualified. Uh, program B would be that you come in and you have a credit score of, again, 620 or less. You don't quite have the 3.5% down payment of your total purchase price, and we consider you six months. We call that buyer assistance. And then uh, we have uh, program C which is rent-to-own. And rent-to-own programs, or I'm sorry, invest-to-own, is a program that is designed for homebuyers whose credit score is 580 or below. They don't have um, any of the money for a down payment, but yet and still they want to be homeowners. And so basically the way that works is that you can now rent a house with the option to buy for up to 24 months. You, the home buyer will rent that home with the option to purchase that home in 24 months, and they were locked in the purchase price at the time they sign a lease agreement, and that would be the price they purchased for the home. Now, again, the criteria for that program is that the buyer must have a lease, first month's rent, last month's rent, and security deposit, which is roughly uh, approximately $5,000 saved up in order for them to be moved into a home. Credit won't be a criteria because we know that credit will be an issue. But the home buyer must enter into our Home Ownership Preparedness University program, and they must be a member of that program for the full term of the lease agreement. And of course, getting out of that, stopping or not complying with the terms and conditions of the program, which means they would have to vacate the property. And so it's a very uh, strong program, but it's really only designed for motivated home buyers who may have the credit and financial challenges that's preventing them from buying a home right now. They have the motivation, the passion, and we have an option for them. Then, Program D, which we call the um, long-term renter program, is for homeowners or homeowners who have recently lost their homes to foreclosure or short sale. And of course, according to FHA guidelines, which is a Federal Housing Administration guidelines, to determine um, the mortgage guidelines that everyone has to follow. That Post foreclosure or post short sale, it takes you three years before you can purchase a home again. Well, we have an option for those homeowners who want to get back into homeownership. They either purchase a home the wrong way the first time, they made some mistakes. We don't penalize them for those mistakes. We put them into a program similar to an investor-owned program where they have to rent that house, but instead of 22 uh, 24 months, they're going to be in that house for 36 months, up to five years, and. Again, while they're in their program, they're undergoing credit and financial education assistance and support. And, again, home ownership training. And then finally, number five of the program, we call it the uh, homeownership sustainability program. And that's for currently for homeowners who are either facing foreclosure, who are either falling themselves behind, find themselves behind on their mortgage, or they just realize that they know that they will eventually – Get behind a mortgage, and they know that's inevitable. And they're looking to either trade down or get out of the current house because they just can't afford a mortgage payment, either due to a loss of income based on the current economic uh, crisis that we're facing right now, or a death of a loved one, or just uh, medical uh, medical problems that have stifled their income. And so we allow them to come in, either do a deed in lieu or a short sale to get out of their home, and. Then transition into a, a home that's much more affordable for them, and for the homeowners who are actually want to keep their current home, then we will provide loss mitigation services to help them stay in that home and so the bottom line is regardless of whether a home buyer or a homeowner's credit financial profile or whatever they, their current situation is, if they're motivated if they're committed if they're committed to taking education they're committed to being counseling and they're committed to making significant changes in their habits, then we have a program for them. It just might not be we can't get you in a home immediately, but we can get you in a home within six months in most cases and work with you to get you prepared to purchase that home or keep that home within that time frame. And that's why we feel very strongly within the partnership that we, utilizing this model, we can pretty much uh, improve the housing Uh, stock in our area. We can, number one, stabilize the local real estate market home prices by taking a lot of vacant, distressed properties off the market and putting home buyers and homeowners in those properties, Uh, again, bringing stability to that neighborhood. And then, number two, sustaining home ownership, which means now that, and this really relates to condos, if the units are full and there's not a lot of vacancies, then the the property can begin to start to, to turn around and begin to appreciate again. And we're not advocating people in our program. is not based on any kind of speculation at all. We understand that right now that the home prices are more likely stable, we feel, in our area. Uh, there still may be a little slight droppage, but there's no major droppage that's going to happen like 10 to 15%. You may have a 2% decline in home prices. And again, that's still going to be predicated on the, the amount of vacancies in that neighborhood. And that's why within the partnership we want to do everything we can To change that ship, to turn that big ship around. I like to use the analogy of an ocean liner, that in order to get this housing crisis turned around, you can't make a U-turn. It's not just a quick U-turn you make on the street and go the other direction. You have to turn like a big ocean liner. You have to make small changes in the wheel, and then you won't see those changes until maybe four or five or even two years down the road and you realize that you changed course. And that is what is going to give us a sustainable um, course. And then begin to bring value and turn home ownership back into a viable real estate uh a viable investment vehicle for creating wealth and Rich, how do you feel about um your involvement with this uh do you feel that now that you've been a member of the partnership again you're one of the original founding members of the partners uh what has it done for you personally as uh as a business owner and as a homeowner
2: well, I as I've expressed uh to you and to probably hundreds of people, uh, you know, having been in this uh industry for all of these years and by nature, you know, uh uh as a service business enjoying and uh enjoying providing the, uh, this type of, of a service to others and uh and watching them enjoy the benefits of homeownership, that that has always been a rewarding thing to me. Now you add the the fact that we are in a in a situation where there is an incredible opportunity uh to do exactly what, what our organization are saying that we began with do, doing great by doing good. Uh there's more of an opportunity to have an impact on not just the individual but on our entire society. Uh more so than I have ever seen in you know my 25 plus years in in, in this business. So um Personally, I have never been more enthusiastic about bringing a different concept to to purchasing and consideration, you know, of home ownership. I've never been more enthusiastic ever than I am about this, and I don't think that this is going to be a small, you know, effort that we just kind of play around with, and yeah, it does a little bit of good. I think it's going to do major things. Uh, for many many thousands of uh of, of people and i don't believe that it's going to be just um, isolated to our local marketplace but as i've suggested to you um i think it's going to be na- na- nationwide and uh you know i can throw out an example so you know so why would someone still consider home ownership well let let, let let me give you an example um Let's say that someone out there is is renting right now and their rental payment on a two-bedroom is $1,200. At today's rates and under current FHA guidelines, someone renting for for $1,200 a month could have, before you even consider the tax benefits, uh, would have a payment in the neighborhood of $1,200. So you're renting versus owning and that payment of twelve hundred dollars that you make—in this case, it would be probably called twelve hundred and fifty dollars or so—every month you're you're buying down that principal. And that one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar house, uh, you, each month you owe less and less and less on it. So your rent, so your, your payment is the same as your rental, but you're you're building equity. And and this this, this is what was you know meant and suggested earlier about uh, allowing someone to uh to build wealth, personal wealth uh through home ownership and then enjoy all the other socioeconomic benefits. So, you know, picture somebody who rents across the street and has a $1200 rent from somebody who owns a $175,000 house across the street and when they're making their somewhat equal payment each month, right? Uh the person that's owning is is obtaining equity, and at the, at the end of the term of their loan, they they own that house, one hundred seventy five thousand dollars plus the appreciation, which you know, generally a home will appreciate pretty near near the rate of inflation. So it, it's like it's like putting one hundred seventy five thousand dollars in the bank and letting it earn interest over the course of uh, let's say a, a typical thir- thirty year loan. So uh, you know that. Type of uh, of financial uh, benefit can in, can be enjoyed by thousands and thousands of people. Prices are low, interest rates remain low. It, it, it is an, an ideal time for us for for everyone to give consideration to this. And now we have what we feel is the vehicle to educate people so that someone a prospective purchaser will make a good decision. And then when they commit to that decision, they'll be able to s- sustain it. And uh, enjoy the benefits over a, a great period of time. So I'm very enthusiastic about it, and I'm very pleased and happy about you know, our, you know, relationship and and the partnership's vision and, and where we're going to go. I think this is really going to be big, and I think everyone should give give serious consideration to home ownership if you don't already own.
1: You know, I, I agree with you 100. percent. You know, and unfortunately, we're getting short on time here. We're getting near the top of the hour, so we got a, probably about two minutes left before we have to end the show and there's still so much more we want to talk about because again uh as you were talking about uh giving that example of buying that house 175 thousand dollars and the equity that's earned, I really wanted to expand that and I guess we're gonna to have to do this on the next show where we pick up on this because I think that's important for home buyers to understand um how we are calculating that debt to income ratio. And I know you have statistical information that talks about uh what the current um, homeowner makes on an annual basis and how much they can actually afford to purchase uh, um, uh, how much of a home they can afford to buy. And I know we really can't get into that now because we're running short on the hour but I would love to have you back to to really break that down next week and we can really begin to show individuals or our listening audience how the partnership really functions. And um, on that note we talked several times about our mandate or our mantra is doing great by doing good. But we never really talked about what are we doing, what are we doing great, how are we doing great. And, you know, the component of doing great, number one, is that we believe in reinvesting back in the local community nonprofits on the profits that each um, member makes with their own particular business They will reinvest back into the uh, community. And I think that's important that people need to understand that, as well as uh, the members are all committed to providing uh, free courses, uh, educating uh Different volunteering within the community, uh, Rich. Uh, within about the next thirty seconds, if you can quickly just talk about some of the volunteering activities that you do uh, on your own personal level.
2: Uh, well, the ways that I—I I mean, there are two two immediate ones that that, uh, that that come to mind, and one is related to home ownership, I should say, and that, that is is that I'm very involved in recreation uh, uh, sports and actually uh, running. Uh, our rec leagues and uh, and coaching and uh home ownership uh it is a a known fact that when people own a home they are more likely to get committed to that sort of uh of community uh involvement and and that is a fact that's something that I've done for the last uh 10 years or so and then I I'm involved in in a um uh in a uh, a mentoring program with uh called the Helping Up Mission in Baltimore which is very uh, it it's for drug-addicted and alcohol-addicted men that try to, to right their ship. And in that process, there's mentoring involved. And I've been very blessed with the opportunity to mentor a number of individuals uh, as as a part of that process.
1: Okay, great. And uh, in our last minute, uh, please give our listeners uh, information on how they can contact you. Uh, yes, my...
2: Um, uh, my company is called the Pinnacle Real Estate Company. Uh, we we service uh, all counties in, in the state of Maryland. Uh, we work throughout the Baltimore-Washington uh, marketplace. Um, uh, my my phone number, my direct line is 443-506-0566. Our, our website is www.pinnacle.com. S A L E S, Pinnacle Real Estate R E Sales And com, and uh, love to the opportunity to expound with anyone that might have an interest in what we've talked about here today. Oh, and, and Christopher, I'll make one more comment. That scenario we talked about a few minutes ago, twelve hundred dollars, with an average right. number of debts, somebody could could make uh, between forty-five and fifty thousand dollars and qualify for that in family income.
1: Great, great. It's just goes to
2: show you it is in reach.
1: Again, it, it, thank you, Rich. And we're going to wrap up now. We have about 20 seconds. I just want to give everyone uh, my contact information. Again, my company's Realty Resolution Services uh, website, www.rrshelps.com. The number is 202-709-9325. Uh, we will have more partnership information for you in our next broadcast. Thank everyone for listening, and everyone have a great and wonderful Sunday.